Yo, 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 you already know what time it is. Welcome back to another episode of Thinker versus Speaker, a weekly podcast where I, Marissa the Thinker, sit down with different guests and we talk about all things life. So it's a nothing's off limits here. You know what I'm saying? When we talk about life, we really get into it. So if you easily triggered, Here's your warning. Act accordingly. But you know what I'm saying? If you're down to have those real conversations with these real people, let's get into it. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe on all platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, you know, all the things. You can also follow us on social media, but I'll get into that later. I'm not going to waste too much time. We're going to hop back into it. Today's guest is no stranger to Thinker versus Speaker and definitely not a stranger to me. <laughs> we got my dad. Hey, how you doing? What's up, Rissy? How you doing? I'm good. How's it going? I'm good. Another day made it through, you know, ready to sit down and do this. You know, let's roll. <laughs> All right. Um, I know you done been on here a fair. I think you the person that's probably done been on here probably the most. <laughs> But uh, I don't think you ever had a chance to, like, actually properly introduce yourself to you. So do you want to tell the audience a little bit about yourself before we get started? Yeah, I mean, I say a little bit. I'm just a working man. Worked all my life. You know, been working for for probably over 40 years now, just in uh, different jobs. You know, started off and uh, had two kids. And I come from a family of five. I had... Uh, one sister and uh, three brothers. And uh, my father was a pastor and uh, my mama was a homemaker and stuff like that. So everything was good. You know, we had a regular life and uh, continue to have that. You know, it's not much to say. You know, we just trying to make it. Hopefully I make it six or seven more years and I'll get to retire. That's about it. <laughs> okay. So and the reason that I wanted to bring you on this podcast today was because I'm feeling a little bit nostalgic and I'm just curious, you know, um, I wanted to talk about family a little bit and mm -hmm. like where we come from and stuff and like what it's like to have kids. So it kind of, my first question is, uh, you know, kind of like what was your childhood like, especially growing up with four other siblings and being the youngest of them all, like, what was that like, you know what I'm saying, from those humble beginnings? Because I know where you come from. Well, you know, it's, it's so many different stories uh, uh, to my childhood. You know, we we was, uh, my, my, my parents were from Mississippi, and uh, we spent a lot of time going to Mississippi in the summer times and stuff like that. But we're from St. Louis. We, uh, I was born in the projects. Uh, was uh, Hospital City number one I was born in. My early thing I remember is uh, my sister always used to pretty much would, would raise me like if my mom stayed at home and I was in Head Start and stuff, my sister would walk me. She was always like a second mother, you know. She was mm -hmm. always around doing stuff. She was the oldest, so so she always had to take responsibilities. So in my early childhood, I always remember her, you know, like her and my mom, you know. So that's why, like now, for for I, I always adore women in my life, you know, strong black women, because you know, you you know, they was always there and they was always strong in what they did, you know. And and that's what I always respect about them. So so when I see women that's strong, I always respect that about women, you know. 
That's cool. It's 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 funny that you say that too, because it kind of like reminds me of uh the the thing that I remember when you say that is like uh when we were going to preschool and like I I, I think everybody in like our family almost went to that place. <laughs> right. Everybody, everybody in our family, at least all of the grandkids, went to Ashland preschool. Mm-hmm. We always go to like grandma house for like, you know what I'm saying? We didn't go to daycare. We went to grandma house. And like, that's kind of like what I remember. That's exactly who would be picking us up from preschool. It would be either Sally or grandma walking us home or like picking us up. Right. And see, that's what, and that's what you, you, you brought up Ashley. See, that's where, I, where the first time in kindergarten, that's the first time I saw your mother. <laughs> that's, that's, she wanted the first, uh, first people that I saw when we when the first day of school I saw her mother dropping her out and uh I I I think we sat you know right next to each other and stuff like that so we was always cool we always had a bond and we always had like you know somebody over us keeping us together so so and so that Ashley school so I know exactly what you're saying that's where when we moved from the projects, that was that was my first uh, going to kindergarten. Now that was my fondest uh, fondest memories, <laughs> going to ass and stuff like that. Yeah, and see, like meeting mom there, it's kind of it's kind of crazy, you know what I'm saying? I guess people, not a lot of people, like in my generation, had that type of story where they've known like the person who they with like all of their lives. But you and mom didn't date all of y'all lives did y'all no no we we were just in the same circles you know it was like uh uh your mom was a, a cheerleader and danny that's my uh brother next to me he played football and uh uh she was a cheerleader and then her brother played so you know i would like go to the games and i would see her at school and i see her do a little cheerleader thing and stuff like that and then as the years go sometimes we you know going through first through sixth or sometimes we'd be in the same class sometimes we wouldn't but we was always you know cool and cordial and mm-hmm. uh and uh always got along and stuff like that and uh so so yeah it was it was always nice always in the same circles and stuff like that knew the same people and uh, you know it was just great. You know when when you looking for somebody, you know when you when you're younger, you ain't you're not looking, uh, you know for no wife or girlfriend. You just young and you don't know that's that's gonna be your mate and stuff like that. You know so you just going on doing what you got to do. So how did it come about? Like y'all getting together? Like I kind of know the story, and I think you mentioned it before, but like I just want to kind of like reiterate it. Like how did how did it come about? Like y'all getting together? Well, that was because because when we were in high school, you know we 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 were we would talk and sit next to each other, and we always was cool and could talk and stuff. And then like and in, in, in probably my 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 senior year. She would get off the bus and I'd walk her home and her mom be sitting there waiting on her and stuff like that. So we was cool. And then we went out. We went out on uh, uh, graduation. So we went out on a date on graduation and stuff like that. And then she went off to school. Then she went off to school and I think about two or three years later, 
I just happened to, you know, she lived off Margaret and I just happened to uh, drive that way and she was out putting Christmas lights out. And, you know, by then, you know, I was 20, been through a little stuff, you know, and uh, dealt with girls and stuff like that. And uh, we just started talking and we just, you know, all the things that, that was important to us, you know, we, we just clicked. Right. You know, then, you know, you really find out it was something, you know, it was worth investing time in a person like that because it was just, we were just friends. So we can always say we were friends first and that was made it work and stuff. When you, when you marry your friend, you know, I'm not going to, she wasn't my best friend, but she was my friend. You know, now she's my best friend, you know. Right. So I think that's what make it work, you know, because, you know, you know, people come and go, but in relationships like that, you got to, your spouse got to be your best friend. Yeah. People figure that out. You know, they, 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 cause you know, you're going to go through ups and downs. So, you know, but if you got your best friend, you know, y'all can deal with so much together, you know, and that's right. what I always was. Yeah. And then she, you know, she, she went, she went to school and, and we stayed together and stuff like that. And then, like I said, we, it's just been, you know, probably for about, you know, over 40 years now, just, uh, you know, hanging and being together, married 33 years. How old were you when you got married? Uh, 24. 24. Yeah. Man, I was young. Yeah, 24. 20, yeah, but, but the thing about it back then, 24 felt like you were old when you was getting married. Really? You know, yeah. You know, 24, because like Danny and them and Danny and Margaret, they got married. I think, you know, Danny was in the service. I almost want to say they got married. He was either like 20 or 21. He wasn't that old, you know. And then, like, uh, you know, it just, and, and, and I think Nate got married when he was, you know, fairly young and stuff like that, too. So, I mean, that, you know, that was always something that people did. You know, so right. it was, you know, that felt, you, you know, that was, that was the easy part, you know, that, especially when, you know, like I say, you get the right person and then, you know, like successful marriages was always in the family. Right. You know, so you always saw that. Do you think, do you think the marriages were successful because um everybody like really knew their spouses pretty well? Absolutely. Absolutely, I think that's what it was because because people got to know people. Now you live in an age where people meeting people uh, on the internet and and things like that, and they really don't know these people. And then people just meeting people, you know, through their jobs or whatever, and then they get in a relationship, and then they get married or they have babies, and then they find out that they don't even like this person. Yeah, you know. They don't even like the person. They go, they they three years in, and they like they don't even know who they married because they never had those tough conversations. They never had those arguments. They never got to know each, you know, because you gotta look because everybody gonna have uh, problems, but you are gonna have to figure out like you are gonna have to figure out is it worth staying with a person or those person that 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 person the way they are. Do you know, do you love them enough to stay with them? Because, you know, like 40 years is a long time to deal with somebody that get on your nerves, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. so you know, you got to make a decision. Like, hey, is this working? But my thing is, if you know, if you race stuff, if you have more good times than bad times, and then and then you start percent having percentage like you, if you happy seventy and eighty percent of the time, then you know you you got something going because you're not gonna be happy every day. You're not right. gonna be happy with your kids, your wife, your job, your car, your house. You know, I mean, because stuff go wrong. So, but if you happy in those things, you know, more than you sad, then you got something to, to, to live for. Right. Right. So so with that being said, like y'all getting to know each other and everything, like, would you say that y'all wanted a lot of the same things out of life, you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I just think, you know what? I don't, I don't really know because we never had those conversations. We just knew that we just wanted to be together, you know. So whatever came of that, you know, being together and working together and striving for stuff, you know, we never, you know, I, I, I I, shouldn't say we. I never <laughs> was smart enough to, to have a plan, you know, to say, you know, this is what I was going to do and right. this is what my life going to look like. You know, my life just looked like what it is because I'm just living, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm just, you know, I work the job, pay bills, you know, family come along and you try to raise your family the best you know how. And then, you know, that's that's just life. You know, I didn't have a blueprint. You know, I guess some successful people, they have blueprints. They they know what they're going to do. They know what they're going to be. And then they strive for that. I just wasn't that type of person. Right. So I, I, you know, so, you know, I'm happy with, with, with what I am and who I have and stuff like that. So, you know, it works for me. Did you always know that you wanted kids? Uh, really? I did. I never really, you know, thought about when I was, when I was, when I was younger, I never really thought about, uh, having kids. So it wasn't even, uh, in, in my in my realm of thinking, you know, I wasn't. A, I didn't dream like, man, when I have a son, or man, when I have a daughter, you know, I you know, I was more focusing on, you know, being in a relationship. After you get past, you know, twenty and twenty one, you just want you go out there and you start playing so many games with people, and you start meeting so many people that that you look at and say, man, I don't want this person. This person. Get high all the time. This person, she always drinking. This person loud as hell when you go to the club. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You start, yeah. you start feeling what you want, you know? And then then you start looking for that. And then, like I said, that's what I'm saying. Then when you meet a person that's 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 uh common to your soul and, and stuff like that, and 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 trying to correct you. And see the faults in you, and trying to help you, and being able to buy things for you, and and try to make you be a better man and stuff. Then you be like, man, this is this. I'm in love, you know. I yeah. love this person for these things. So I didn't even think about like the fact that uh, uh, you know, kids. You know, now after now after you, you know you got married, you was like, okay, yeah, you know, if you have kids, that'd be great. But I never thought about it like that. And then even when your mom was pregnant, 
I was just I just started saying I just want them to be healthy. You know, when she was carrying Marcus and then yourself, you know, I just I'm praying like, you know, hey, you know, God give them, you know, 10 fingers and 10 toes, let them walk straight. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. and I was preparing myself like if the, if it wasn't, you know, then if it's not, then I had to deal with that too. You know, so those are the things that you 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 wrap your mind around instead of just hoping and dreaming for something. You know, so right. I, like I said, because I never had a plan. You know, like like they say, little girls dream of getting married, and, and some men dream of what they're gonna do with their sons and 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 uh, where they're gonna go and take them and play sports. I, I ain't never I ain't never get that far in my thought process. <laughs> you know, I mean, I wish I did. Yeah, you know, I wish I did. I probably been a better father if I, if you know, if I, if I would have thought those things and tried to figure those things out. But it, I mean, it is what it is. You know, you know, we all got faults and stuff. As long as you realize that you, you, you a person with faults and you can live with them, I think that just make you a better person. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. And I mean, for you to not have had a plan, I think we're fine. I think we're good. Right. You know what I'm saying? I would say that you did a great job. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, like I say, I, you know, I wasn't, I, I'm just saying, I did. I mean, you know, you deal with with, with whatever come, like I'm saying, because you always put it in God's hand. Right. When you put something in God's hand and you getting led by God, you'll be all right. You know, if you if, if you do it in any other way, you know, then you're going to deal with issues, you know. Yeah, I I absolutely agree with that. And that's what I'm learning uh, just in my personal life. You know what I'm saying? Just how important it is to put God first, because if you do, everything else falls in line. But in the past, when I wasn't doing it, you know what I'm saying? You get what you get. You get what you get out of that. Well, that's that's your priorities, you know? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, I always told me, you know, it's God, your family, then everything else after that. And if you do that in that way, then your life is going, you're going to have, excuse me, you're going to have balance in your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if you don't do it that way, you won't have balance. You can't take God and put him third and then yeah. put your family first, you know, because look, your family going to have a way of leaving you, you know? Mm-hmm. And then who you going to pray to, you know what I'm saying? You're going to pray to the person that's passed or whatever, and you don't put them first and stuff. No, you 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 need you gonna have to have the strength of the Lord on your side, you know. So that's the that's the person that's gonna give you strength to make it through everything that you need to make it through. Absolutely, absolutely, I completely agree with that. Cause it's just like you know what I'm saying. God supplies everything. Cause if you if you put God first, He gonna make sure your family okay. He gonna make sure your job okay. He gonna make sure everything else in your life okay. But if right. you don't prioritize him, why he gonna why he gonna make sure you straight? You right. ain't making sure you, you y'all right. You know with each other. You absolutely so, right. So uh, on that note, you know what I'm saying. What was so so? I'm very curious. I don't think we ever talked about this before. What was it like when Marcus was born? Since he was like the first one, what was that like for you when he was like actually born? Well, I and and when you when I think when I think back, I remember you know Marcus was born in uh, February, 
and your mom had a C-section. Mm. And uh, I think it was, I think it was the Paul Hospital he was at. Yeah, I was Christian. Right, and uh, I remember, uh, I remember she, he was born and stuff. And like I say, I always just wanted everybody to be healthy, you know. And and so when he was born, uh, <laughs> when he was born and stuff, I stayed out to the hospital for a little while, and he was all right and stuff. And I remember. Uh, leaving the hospital and uh, I got in the car and then it hit me that I was a father and I had a moment I had I had like a moment in the car uh, I was like uh, overjoyed <laughs> it's hard it's hard to, to, to explain that but that you know probably you know many people or many men that had uh, kids can relate to it but yeah I I remember uh, it was in the morning and I walked to the car and, you know, cause you got adrenaline going through your body. Right. You, you see like, you know, cause I was in there with your mom and they was cutting on and stuff like that and stuff like that. And you were like, oh man, it's rough. And you I was going to say, you squeamish. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to do what you got. You always got to do what you got to do. But I didn't have to uh, see all that, you know, and, uh-huh. and I wasn't trying to see all that. But I seen, you know, him come out and, you know, all the gook and stuff like that over him and stuff like that. And he cried. He's healthy. And then, then you know, you see that she's she's good. And she's good. And she's up and everything good. And you still had this, you know, you, you talking to her and, and you, you looking at your baby and stuff like that. And then, but you get that moment when I left the hospital and I didn't have to think about all that and it was just like over it was like overjoyed just like I drove down the highway I was going down 70 I was just I was just hyped you know Mm -hmm. I was just feeling good it was like it probably you know it was probably one of the best days you know that 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 I was just celebrating within myself you know and and then that's when after that then you had to get the reality you had to go to work and uh then you got to get car seats and then make it so people to come home. And then, you know, for that, the rest of, for that since forever, it's been <laughs> like work. But, you know, and then, like I said, that's that. And then the same thing with you. But for him, you know, I can remember that moment. I said, but you, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember, but I don't, I don't think I really had uh, 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 uh nothing that defined it like that because it was like I had and I was glad I had a daughter you know mm-hmm. like that but I can't remember I just remember that feeling when he was born he was the first one right but I you know for you not I ain't I, I ain't trying to make it you know I'm, look I'm just real you know I, yeah. I can't I can't make no shit up you know I don't take like, it personally I'm, you know what I'm saying yeah, it's like I'm the that's baby what Cause uh-huh. that's what I don't want you to do. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you, oh, you, you, you felt that overwhelming about him, and then you know it's like me. It's like poo poo. You know, nah. yeah, it wasn't like yeah, it wasn't like that. You know, it, I don't it, get that because I like I see myself like one like I've always kind of I've always idolized you just as my father and like I'm the baby girl and I you know what I'm saying like when you the baby girl you know what I'm saying you don't you don't really question your your role you know what I'm saying like I've never 
question your love for me just ever you know what I'm saying because it's just like I know I know how special I am to you but it's just like I definitely understand like Marcus is the first baby that's when your life changed <laughs> see that that's going back to see it was told to me like you know my mom and dad they had five so when they had to they had me out the last one mm-hmm. and, and I, I think I don't know. I don't know how they, they always said it, so I'm assuming it's true. They like they wanted a little girl. <laughs> yeah, I think they. And I think I think they like. I came home in a dress because that's what they had. That's what they had. <laughs> true story. <laughs> yeah. True story. You know they. I, they. You know they bought the clothes. I think my mom bought the clothes for uh, a dress for a girl, and that's what I came home man. So I was the first transsexual. You <laughs> <laughs> was a, you was a cross dressing baby. 19, That's what you. Nineteen sixty three. Yeah, I was nineteen sixty three. You know, I brought I brought that out. I brought it out. You know. That's what I. Yeah, but I you know I I think that's true. You know. Cause I heard it several times. I had to get yeah, you had to ask solid. I've heard the story too. Right. Yeah, <laughs> they stepped that. They say, yeah, we wanted you to be a girl. They ain't right. even have a name in it. Right. You know. <laughs> nah, that's what I'm saying. But that's all right. You know, it all worked out in the end. Yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, at the cause even even with it still, you know what I'm saying. Even I see how you know grandma treats you too. Like you know you you her baby. So right, you know. Right. It, it, it might I feel, not. Uh-huh. I always feel that too. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I even think she baby us because you know we the baby babies. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, you know, it's just it's you know, but to me, I I I feel that, but I just think that like in my family, I just think everybody like had uh, a role in my parents' eyes. You know. Yeah. Like I told you, like my my sister was always the oldest, so she had to always had to be the most mature, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I and then and then I like to, you know, like people say, like my but but everybody, you know, depending on her, she had some big big shoes to fill. So Jer- Jerry didn't have to, uh, you know, he could be. You know, he could be what he wanted to be. You know, not not saying like he could be the fuck up. But <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, I'm just I'm just I ain't talking, I'm just saying what I'm saying. Yeah. And then and then Nay Nay was a, a, a independent soul, you know. And Nay was an independent soul. And then Danny was uh a kind of like an adventurer. You know, yeah. about you know what I'm saying, for real, if I had to, to throw characters out there at him, you know, Danny was kinda adventurous, but that's how Danny could go and go in the in the, the, the navy and stuff like that. He was like, you know, he had he wanted to do different things, you know. Right. And yeah. for me, you know, you know, I was like a homebody. I wanted to be around my mom and my dad, you know, that and that's that's how it was. You was the family one, it looked like. Well, everybody yeah, is the I family want, one, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, because I always wanted everybody to to, to be together. Because I always saw the strength, you know, when we we all together. I, I always saw how strong and the 
love and love although people go through stuff and and deal with things you know we always had love for each other so i always saw that even one-on-one if i was with jerry you know i saw the love if i was with nate you know i saw the love i was with Danny. you know what i'm saying it's right. just diff- it's just different it's just a different type of love Right. So is that why you instilled that in us like that? Because that's still that's something that's like very much ingrained for me. And I know it came from you because I remember even when me and Marcus would get into fights when we were little kids or just arguments, actually, even as grownups, like when we get into arguments and disagreements and stuff, you always go back to like y'all brother and sister. We all we got. Yeah, we all we got. Look, the world hard. You know, I done had so many friends, man. They be your friends, but what type of friends are they, man? Because when your when your usefulness gone, they gone. Yeah. You know? And it ain't they fault. I mean, I probably do the same thing. You understand? With your family. I mean, you can go through stuff with your family. You can even hate your family. But then, you know what I'm saying? You feel them emotions. But if something happened in your family, you know it's time to get in line and make sure everything right. right. You don't have that, you know, that, that. You don't have that type of love for nobody. I mean, you do, you know, but your family, your family, you know, that's that's what God chose for you, you know. Yeah. You know, that's just how I feel about it. Other people feel different ways. Other people love uh, everybody else, but you and your family, your family. And then you got your 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 outside family that people chose, you know, and mm-hmm. that, that's important too. You know what I'm saying? People wives and your nieces and nephews and stuff like that. All those things are important when you got a family. It's just whatever lane they in, you know, you gotta embrace them, you know. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I would say that one's to a fault now. It was a couple of girlfriends and stuff that we had that y'all didn't need to accept, but I respect it. (laughs) I I respect it. I but uh so so tell me what it was like for you like watching us grow up and stuff like what was that like, you know, like when we were like little babies versus like now that we you know old and grown. Well, I mean, you know, it's you know, it's always been hard for Marcus because you know Marcus always act like he don't care about nothing. So all <laughs> your life, you know, you struggling to get him to to to, to find something that he like, you know, mm-hmm. and then and then hopefully, you know, he he gonna come about and enjoy himself, you know, and that's what that be my hope for him, you know. So it, it's always. You know, I worked a lot, so I didn't even, I, I didn't really get to see you guys, you know, grow up, to be honest with you. Like I said one time, I was uh, getting married, and I was riding with my father, and he was like, Marvin, you know, I worked all my life, and, and, and here you is getting married, and, and I, I miss you. I, I, I miss you growing up, you know, and I kind of said to myself, I said, man, I ain't going to do that for my kids, you know. I'm right. gonna be there for my kids, and uh, you know, with life circumstance, life is the same way. You know, it turned around. You know, I sit here sometimes listening to you and Marco and your mama talking about some of the things y'all did. 
when uh, when y'all was growing up, and I was like, man, what was that? You know, <laughs> yeah, I was like man, I was I was working, you know, I you know I wasn't there, whatever, whatever. And I was like, man, there's so many things that I missed when growing up, you know, things in school. I mean, I I got the most of them and stuff like that, but I'm just saying it was so many things that I missed and so many conversations, you know, working second shift and stuff like that, that, right. that you could have had, you know, helping with homework and, and things like that. And, and uh, you just missed them. And then you don't realize because you be then you sit back and say, "Man, if I had to do it over again, I probably would take a different route." You uh-huh. know, but you know it is what it is. You know, that's just like uh, because I wanted you to touch on this. I remember one time with you, one of my best moments. <laughs> I think I told you this when using that uh, dance class. Yeah, and you had on your your white tights, and and it was like a form of modern dance, and like ballerina. And you probably was about five years old, or something like that. Yeah, we were sitting there. We were sitting in the, in the stands, and and I was sitting with your mom, and uh, you know you were doing something, and in the end, they had to do this little walk. And go across <laughs> the floor. The crab walk, yeah. The crab walk, right? And and we was and we was so proud, like we was like, we we was proud, but we was like, pretty like, well, Rissy, you know, she could quit and just walk across there and just be done because it was over with. I was doing was terribly, doing, y'all. I was you, doing. I was not doing what they. I was not doing it. <laughs> well, yeah, but you kept you kept doing it though, and you didn't quit. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, like, in, in life, man, I was like, there's so many things that I quit on. And, and like, when I play sports and stuff like that, I would quit. And even just different things, I would, like, quit. So I was like a quitter. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I saw you do that, and see, this like, you know, really, I don't be liking to do these things because you be telling, you know. And so, you know, off on yourself, but, you know, <laughs> but in my mind, I always felt like I was a quitter. Uh-huh. And uh, when I seen you do that and you didn't quit, I was so proud. I'm going to tell your mama, like, yeah, she ain't, she ain't quit. You know, she going to be something else. <laughs> you did that, man. It was like, you know, for all them years, you know, for all them, all them years, that was like, for you, that was like a proud moment and, and see this is what i'm saying was 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 proud for somebody else don't necessarily mean that it's, it's proud for them because you know this year when when, when you was uh sitting on the couch and you were saying that uh well and i don't really want to put your business out there. you can that's fine. You were saying when you was talking to your therapist, you was talking, I think you said, you know, that was one of your, like, worst moments. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and it fucking, like, blew me away, you know, because I was like, but that was my my best moment. Yeah. Right? And looking at you, and but you saying that's your worst moment, you know? 
Mm-hmm. That was 30, you know what I'm saying? 30 years later, I'm like, man, you know, it just that, and that just goes to show you that in kids and, and in adults, the, the different perception mm-hmm. that people had, you know, yeah. because that was like I'm saying, that was my, my fondest moment. Yeah. When you were doing something, and then for you to say, that you know, in your way, you was feeling like because you wasn't doing it to the capability of them other kids, you know, it, it kind of bothered you, you know. Right. I was like, you know, yeah, that's messed up, you know. Yeah. And then that's that, that's that thing, like I'm saying, and and see, and then it goes back to say, like, you know, if I was doing therapy on myself, that's why I was saying, that's why I quit a lot of things. Because, you know, instead of just being embarrassed, I would just quit, mm-hmm. you know, and then just, you know, go on, you know, instead of fighting, fighting through that, you know, right. and, and being embarrassed or whatever, I would just like quit, you know, and that's all. But I ain't had, like, I, I ain't never had nobody, like, to support me, like, I ain't had no no system like you know when you were the youngest, all your brothers and they sisters they doing you know they, they doing them they yeah doing, right and, and like it ain't their fault. I just didn't never have nobody to support me like to say, hey man, you can do it, you know, because I ain't had nobody. And then we we wasn't no family that you sit down and be like had no conversation with. You know, I could have a conversation now. I could. Had conversations with daddy, you know, solid and stuff, and mommy and stuff, with, and, and you know, through church, you know, we encourage each other. Yeah. But but back then, we wasn't encouraging each other like that, you know, and that just the, the growth of a family. And see, that's why, you know, I can, you know, I can be a, a better father to y'all because I, I learned how to, uh, try to encourage people and try to tell people, you know, you know, you know, I beat you up, but I want to try to, you know, extend my hand mm-hmm. and then help you and then show you a better way to deal with stuff. And that's what life taught me and stuff like that. You know, hey, if you see somebody, you know, like now, if I, if I saw you quitting, I probably, just through my life, you know, I probably would say, "Don't, don't quit," but you ain't quit, and that was <laughs> my proudest moment. Yeah, you know, had you would have quit, I, you know, I could have dealt with that through 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 my life. You know, mm-hmm. saying that, hey, you don't want to uh, quit like I did. You know, you want to uh, keep on keeping on. Right. Know? That's why it's always important for me to support y'all when y'all do something. You know, let somebody know, you know, uh, hey, you know, I'm behind you, your mama behind you, you know. The only thing that can stop you is you, you know. Yeah. That's the only thing that can stop somebody, you know. When you got that type of support, you can do anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I like that you said that, too, because it's, it's, it's funny how, we see different sides of things like even going back to like what you said about how much you worked when we were little kids I didn't I didn't notice you know what I'm saying like I guess when I look at it from a now that I'm older I notice 
But I never noticed when I was a kid, you know what I'm saying? Because from what I saw, you was always, I mean, you was at home with us every day. You know what I'm saying? You was always talking to us and having conversations. And to be fair, I think a lot of, you know, why I like to talk and, you know, have conversations and like, um, just do 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 even this that I do right now is just because like when as we were growing up a thing that you would be good for is always talking to us always just talking to us and like talking to us about life and just like instilling wisdom and just making sure that we had the things that we needed for life and I remember you always said be like even when I'm long gone you still say it you know what I'm saying but it's just like even then if I wasn't trying to listen in, I still know what you said. And now that I'm older, it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of those things that you did and mom too, just kind of made us who we are as people. And I think like, you know, even though you might not have been as present as you wanted to be, like, you know what I'm saying? The things that I was able to get from you helped make me a great person. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it like I I see it, it, every time I get on this podcast and I'm able to talk to people I see me and I see I see the you in me yeah. and, and that's the part that I kind of like enjoy the most like it's the part that makes me proud you know what I'm saying to to be your daughter because I can see myself I mean I can see you in me yeah, you know that, what I'm saying? Yeah, but that that's 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 that go through generations, cause you know how how I felt like that about my father. You know when he when he left, you know, uh-huh. I I feel I feel him in me, like and how I deal with people, and and some of the things that I do, and then I just remember how he was, and uh, you know, like sometimes, man, when when people are alive, you you always see the worst in people. And mm-hmm. When they gone, you you see those qualities. You know, you see those qualities that you love and you respect, and and stuff like that. And you know, and and I mean, I appreciate you uh, saying that because that's like giving a person they flowers, you know, while they're alive, you know. And then so, cause so many times we'll. We don't tell people, you know, and then when they gone, you got memories, but you didn't do shit about it when they was when they was alive. Mm-hmm. You no, know? and then I, like I say, I wish I could, uh, you know, some of the good qualities my father had. I wish I could tell him, you know, about some of those good qualities because we always heart. We would let them know. We would let them know on on the uh, on the bad qualities we had. Mm-hmm. Which was sometimes was good, yeah. you know, because you know he was a, he was a good person. <laughs> he I'm was just, he was a good person. You know, I feel blessed, you know, because I always think, man, when we grew up, I always think when we grew up and stuff like that, man. Uh, people, parents was out there drinking beer, and taking shots, and and, and uh, you know, my dad was was going to work and washing his car and. and hang out and go in the shop and build starters and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, man, my dad, 
see when you young, you be like, man, my dad is square, man. He ain't he ain't out there with them guys talking about women and 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 and, and drinking out the same bottle, sitting on the porch. And, you know, them kids' parents look so good, man. And then when you get old, you be like, man, I had a bomb dad. You know, right? he was That's about his business. He was about his business. He was about his business, man. And 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 then he make it. That's why. You know, and all his son, man, they say they bought their business, man. And then you could see the ones that they that they father was 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 out there. Them niggas ain't bought their business, you know, and, and stuff like that. So you just you learn. You just learn you just learn the difference in things. That's all. Yeah, yeah, because I, I definitely agree. Like, um, nobody can nobody can say it better than you probably like how how like defiant i used to be when i was younger and like i still can be that way sometimes i'm not even gonna act like i'm i'm so far from it but like you know what i'm saying like i i would be like man y'all don't ever let us do nothing you know what i'm saying people going to parties we can't do the da 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 you know what i'm saying but it's like once you once you get older and you think about it, be like, actually, like I had an amazing childhood. You know what I'm saying? It, it's things that I have that people wish that they had. You know what I'm saying? Right. I could talk to people and they get jealous to be like, they just mad that I had a dad that was present. I remember I got into an argument with somebody when I was like, probably like 11. Um, yeah, I was still in like elementary school and it was a girl. You you know what I'm talking about because mm-hmm. niggas will always ask me all the time, you want to come spend the night? You want to come spend the night? And she used to live across the street. You want to come spend the night? And uh, you always be like, no. You know what I'm saying? You would always be like, no. No, you cannot go spend the night. I'd be like, it's just across the street. What you mean, dad? Like, you don't ever let us do nothing. Y'all low protective. Y'all this, y'all that whatever and you know what i'm saying and, and and we had that conversation like you sat me down and you told me like why you 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 do wasn't letting me do that you know what i'm saying and it's just like you know I, after that it's just like you know what i'm saying and when you when you just honest you know what i'm saying and be like look this is why you can't go this is why i keep saying no i'm not trying to be the bad guy i'm not trying to keep you from living your life i'm your father and i'm here to protect you so i don't care how you feel you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm doing my job. And when you grow up, you'll understand. And I le- I took that and I left it alone. I was just like, you know what I'm saying? As a kid, it's just like, well, I just ain't going to ask him this shit no more. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I ain't going to ask no more. So then when she would keep asking me, I would be like, nah, nah, I can't do it. Nah, I can't do it. And one day she was just like, man, your daddy don't ever let you do nothing. And I was just like, man, at least I got one. <laughs> I was like, bro, you're going to have to leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you're going to have to leave me alone. And it's like, that ain't no insult that's going to get no way over here. You know what I'm saying? Because if you have one, he probably wouldn't let you do shit neither. Right. Well, he's going to be a parent. You can't see the thing, I, you know, through, through the obvious thing, why, why I told you, you know, I, I wasn't going to let you do that. The other thing, see, you don't have the keys to other people's house. Right. So once so once people get you in their house and they lock the door, you know, as a parent, you basically gave them your kids to do whatever they want to with your kids. And you can't do nothing. You know, and you gotta live with yourself mm-hmm. through through those things and stuff like that. You know better. Like I'm just saying as a man, you know what type of world this is. 
You know what I mean? You wish it wasn't that type of world. I mean, maybe back in, you know, back in the day, you could, you know, uh, do stuff like that. But we live in a world where people just see. And I just, I just felt it was safe that, look, I would say, like, go to a party. And then when it's time to go to bed. You go home. Yeah, well, it when you know I would cut, I I pick a person up, you know. Yep. Yeah. You know, that was my thing. I'll I'll pick a person up if if that's what they needed to do, man. I was like, you know, if you go to a hotel party, man, hey, if you want, you know, twelve o'clock, they going to bed. Yeah, you know, I'll be out there and pick them up. You know, I mean, I just think more parents should do that. You know. Instead of just letting their kids, you know, I mean, if if you was, you know, I I never if they were if it was family or something, I had no problem with that. Yeah, but yeah. just strangers, man, you didn't know you didn't know strangers. That's true. That's very that's very much true. Like it it makes me wonder, especially like when I look around at like a lot of my peers. I'm not seeing all of them, but like some of them. I don't know if they realize that parenting is a responsibility. Like, I don't, I don't, I I wonder if some people actually understand the full gravity of parenthood. Because, like, if I was to take a look around, I think some people just really don't. Right. Right. I feel you. Because it's it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost like some people think that their kids are an accessory to an extent and not like a person, you know? Like, and I'm not saying that's everybody, it's definitely not. But like some people, it's just like they kids be in so many different situations, circumstances, and it's just like, is this so yeah this is okay you know what I'm saying and I'm you know and I get that life happens sometimes like things happen unexpectedly and like they're out of your control but like some people really just like some people really just be going with whatever you know the kids can be anywhere doing anything having experiences and it's just like you realize this is a child, like you, re- you know what I'm saying. Like you realize, like these things ain't even healthy that they getting exposed to and all kind of stuff. Because that's the part that I appreciated the most about our childhood, especially now that I'm older. It's just we were not exposed to a lot, and that's because y'all allowed us to be kids. And then when it was time for us to get into certain things that's when we got into certain things, when it was time for us to branch out on our own and start figuring stuff out. But while we were kids, we were kids. Right. I heard that. I hear you. I hear you there. So, so on that note, like, what, what's it like now that we're older? You know what I'm saying? Because you did have the control. But now we we're older, and you, you kind of like pull back the reins some. So, like, what is that like? And when do you know that it's time to kind of like pull back and let your let your kid be a an adult? Well, you don't, but you just gotta let go. 
No, I mean, I'm for real, man. They say, let go, let God, you know? Yeah. That's what you got to do. I mean, like, because when people, people grown, man, you, you know, you'll run yourself crazy, you know, you got to let go, man. Just like when we moved down here and y'all was in uh, uh, St. Louis, man, you know, you couldn't, you mean, what you going to do? Worry about what people doing every night. You got to mm-hmm. let go. And say, you know, it's a, sometimes you got to let stuff be in God's hand, you know. Right, right. So w- was it hard? Yeah, it, it, it was. It was hard, but but you know, then it just get to the point where you just realize, you know, everybody got to live their life, man, and, and stuff gonna happen to people. So you just let go and and you just pray and you just put it in God's hand. And when you put it in God's hand, it makes it easy. Yeah. You know? So it be all right. And then you, you know, you say that's what you, you spent your whole life teaching and trying to train. If you had a chance, would you do anything differently? Okay. Well, if I had a chance to do anything, that's not like I was telling you. No, I don't, I don't think so. I love the life that I live. I love the wife that I had. I appreciate y'all, you and Marco. Man, everything wonderful, man. I, you know, sometimes God give you what He give you, man. Some people don't love it. I love it, you know. So now nah, I would, I wouldn't change the thing, man. You know, I don't want to be. I mean, you know, people say they want more money, they want their kids to be, but whatever. My kids, my kids happy, man. They had success to me. I don't need no more. I mean, you know, if they want to be more. And they striving for more, and I can support them to be more. Then I'm happy with that. If they happy with they are, and they and they and they they dealing with their issues, man, I'm happy with that. You know, that's that's life, Rissy. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what what do you think is like? What was the funnest part about? Well, I I don't want to say was we still exist. What's the funnest part about being a dad? I like to vacate. I like the road trips. You know, I like the vacations now. You know, they've they've changed over the years, you know. Mm-hmm. They, you know, we went from from y'all being, you know, uh traveling to Florida when you were three years old, you know, and, and anticipating and, and you you probably didn't even know where you was going. You know, <laughs> and, and stuff like that to now, you know. We do stuff now and stuff like that and drive and, and you know, we just we just planning on still doing stuff as a family. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think I think that's a wonderful thing, you know. You know, my hopes is we start doing those resorts and stuff like that for the adults and stuff like that and go yeah. have a drink and everything like that. That that's my I that's the best part is to see your kids grow and then we can enjoy you know, the time that we got together, you know. Yeah. And I you know, that's that's to me, that's 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 all I can ask for. You know, cause like in this world, man, like you you work a job and you work around people, man, they don't really care nothing about you. You know? Yeah. No, uh, you know, your kids, man, your family, man, it's all you got. For real. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny too because I, I I think those are like some of my first memories. Actually, is when we went to Disney. 
those are literally some of my first uh memories and i can't remember everything but i remember specific things right like i remember epcot and uh i think i took a picture with like aladdin or something like that if it if, if it wasn't aladdin it was the girl that's in aladdin but i can't think of her name like i took a picture with her and like my little lion king swimsuit and like swimming with talisha in the kiddie pool oh and- that was the bomb i just remember man we used to go to uh uh even stuff like when we went to brass and was solid them mm-hmm. and, and remember we made them trips to Kansas City. Yeah. I can't yeah, Kansas City with Mike Nelm and then with Danny and Solid and Eddie and all us used to go up there and then we took trips to Cincinnati and went to uh when we went to Cincinnati, we went up to Dayton and stuff like that. Yeah, those those museums and stuff like that, man. And uh, yeah, I mean, that was we done, we done did some we done did some things, man. Yeah, you and know. Ohio was special to me too. Like that one is special to me too because I thought it was really cool that I was like, "Hey, there's a civil rights museum <laughs> in Ohio," and we actually went. Like you right. know, what I'm saying? like right, <laughs> right. And see, uh, that's always. I've always wanted to do that, like with my friend, like, like, and and I guess you asked in that, and I guess that that's the question I could like. Stuff I always used to dream of was doing stuff like that with my family, mm-hmm. like you know, like I'm not with with y'all, but with my the whole family, everybody, right? But it always stuff will fall through. Or stuff, you know, like people like budget or whatever they, you know, you can't never get them. They'll go, but they're on their <laughs> they on their own they on their own agenda, right. you know. But when we go, we always do stuff like that. Yep. You know, just like when we just went to you know what I'm saying, we, we went to uh the, the uh what's that Madam Madam Two Souls. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, your mama gonna make us do stuff like that. Stuff I wouldn't do, but then when when you look at the pictures, you be like, "Oh, that was that was kind of fire. That was kind of bomb." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. When you get really, when you get back, you be like, "Man, that was kind of nice." And then all the other stuff that you know you do, and and that's what like the Cincinnati. Remember, we went to Dayton and we went to uh, the Air Force Base. Yeah, and they had all the uh, the planes like JFK's plane, right. Eisenhower's plane, all exactly the, all yeah. the Air Force ones and stuff like that. See, that's what you be wanting, you know. And and uh, me and your mom, we do that without y'all too. We go to places with, and and stuff and do the same thing, man. Like like, but I think that's that's what I always look forward to. That right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's the memories. It, it's, it's definitely the memories. Like, that's what matters. And like, that's what I'm saying. I think that was one of the reasons why, like, you know what I'm saying? Even like where you say you worked a lot, it's just like, I don't know, because I got memories. Like, there's no point <laughs> in my life, you know what I'm saying, where I can be like, I can say like my dad wasn't there. Not in no substantial way. You know what I'm saying? Like, were you at my dare graduation? No, it was in the middle of the afternoon. No. But you know what I'm saying? If I needed my lunch brought to me, you know what I'm saying? I, you done brought me my lunch and stuff and stuff before. So 
you know what I'm saying? As far as I'm concerned, you was there and I got memories to prove it. You know what I mean? And that's the stuff that matters. And all my memories is good. You know what I'm saying? Even the bad memories good. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you that. Yeah, because it's the little things, you know what I'm saying? Even now that now that we grown, you know what I'm saying? Like lighting up the fire pit and stuff like that. I look forward to the fall, you know what I'm saying? Like I look forward to the fall. I'd be like, I'm finna go, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna light the fire pit up, get some wood and you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. We go on vacation. It's just like I don't give I don't care. I'm 29, but we still gonna take that picture in front of the universal thing, cause that's just what we do since I was three. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's just what we do and it's just like that's what really matters like you know what I'm saying and that's the that's the thing that I'm realizing now that I'm getting closer to God and like going back to the beginning of the episode where it comes to like putting God first because it's gonna let everything fall in line I'm learning what's important and it's not it's not money it's not you know I'm saying having the best job and being famous and all of that kind of stuff like that's not what's important what's important is the experience you know what I'm saying loving people loving your family loving loving your friends like being the best person that you can be and you know what I'm saying just making the most out of life because you only get one of them yeah so so let me ask you without you going into too many details so so what the things you got coming up on on your podcast that you're doing in the future um I want to start getting into more of the uh, deeper conversations. I want to start exploring topics that, you know what I'm saying, kind of need to be touched on. So originally when I came up with Thinker versus Speaker, it was about, you know, just having conversations, you know, essentially shooting the shit. But now I'm in a place where I want to start talking about things that kind of matter to people and things that people really like to tiptoe around and just kind of like show like we ain't got to tiptoe around these conversations we can start having these conversations about life and how we feel and things that we dealing with because I want people to walk away with a better understanding of other people and also life and like when I say life I mean real life not this false fantasy mm-hmm. and people talking behind people back delve into something that's meaningful you did absolutely yeah i'm with you there i'm with you there man you absolutely know. like i want to start talking about all types of things i want to talk about addictions i want to talk about you know what i'm saying uh learn toxicity i want to talk about uh you know finances let's talk about health whether it be mental physical spiritual financial you know what i'm saying i want to start getting into the things that people might be too embarrassed to talk about you know what i'm saying because right there yeah no we gonna we gonna look under the rug that everybody's sweeping stuff under like that that's what i'm doing now like we just gonna look under the rug and like and like we're gonna start cleaning house. So that's kind of where I'm thinking of going with it. And and long as you do it tactful, mm-hmm. you know that you know what I'm saying? Cause those are serious issues, you know. Yeah. So so you have to do that tactful and you got to you got to, you know, really, you know, and then it'll help so many people, you that, know. 
That's the goal. That's definitely the goal because the, the the thing that I feel like gets misconceptualized, like the reason that even that I went to therapy or even felt like I needed to go to therapy in the in the first place is because I felt so uncomfortable talking. You know what I'm saying? It's not like y'all created an environment where I couldn't talk. I just I, I wasn't in a space. I felt too embarrassed to talk. And for the longest time, I was too embarrassed to even go to therapy. See, that's why I, I don't need to go to therapy anymore now, right? Because I've learned how to say what I need to say and have these conversations with people and not be uncomfortable in myself. So my goal is to show people it's like, it's okay to have these conversations though they might be uncomfortable sometimes but it's okay to talk about the things that we're going through because if you talk about the things that you're going through that's how we can do something about it and fix it and 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 be better as people because in our communities you know what i'm saying especially like the black communities we sweep a lot under the rug and we don't talk about a lot you know what i'm saying we say give it to God, give it to God, give it to God. But like, you know what I'm saying? What does that, what does that even mean to say, <laughs> give it to God? Well, that means they don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> they, they don't want to deal with it. That's what they saying. Right. They don't want to deal with their own issues. But look at what people say, give stuff to God. Mm-hmm. It's still, you still got to figure it out. Absolutely. They All God going to do is give you the tools to work with. Exactly. You, you know, know what I'm saying? And God then gave you family. He then gave you resources. He then gave He then gave you everything that's around you. You know what I'm saying? We saying give it to God, and it's just like everything around us is God giving. That's why when 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 people be talking about you go to church and listen at the pastor, and the pastor sitting up there telling you what you need to do and stuff like that, people don't even listen. Mm-hmm. You know, because they want that miracle. They want. They want it like like they like people work their jobs and, and then they gotta work their finances. And then they listen to people tell them that that if you donate your money, you gonna get yeah, ain't, ain't nobody hitting no no lottery at the church yet. Yeah. Nobody hit no lottery at the church. Everybody that got some money they got out here and they work for it. You know? Yeah. But, I could I could tell you something real, real. You know what I'm saying? I can tell you something real, real. And some people might think I'm crazy, but the people that know God going to know what I mean. Like uh, yesterday morning, yesterday morning, I pray and I pray. I pray every day. That's how I start my day. And uh, I was outside with Ruby and I was doing my prayer. And I was like, you know, God, I was like, you know what I'm saying? I know what I want to do, but I don't know how. You know what I'm saying? I know what I want to do. I was like, God, can you help me? work through I need you to help me with my discipline I need you to help me with my procrastination I need you to show me which way that I need to go show me the moves that I need to make so I can make them you know what I'm saying show me what I need to do show me how to fix my finances show me how to fix you know what I'm saying like the direct you know tell me which direction to go with the podcast tell me what's next for me tell me what I need to do right and I prayed and I let go now that that's me giving it to God right Right. That's me giving it to God. So I'm sitting there at work yesterday. I done prayed. Like I said, I prayed at seven o'clock in the morning. We talking about not nine, ten o'clock now. I'm sitting at my desk. We in a meeting. And all of a sudden I get all of these ideas just flooding in my head. It's just like do this, 
do that, do this, do that, do this. And like when I say I got a clear vision, when four hours before that, I ain't know where I was going, how I was going to do it or what to do. You know what I'm saying? And that's how God worked. You know what I'm saying? He he just give me a hundred thousand subscribers and a million dollars in my bank account. But he told me what steps to take. And it's up to me to take them steps. You know what I'm saying? That's what giving I, it to God means. That's yeah. what it means to me. I thought you was going to say you prayed God you took Ruby for a walk and <laughs> found a hundred dollar bill. Nah. God good. I thought you would. I thought you with that. I thought you with the lottery, uh, Christian. Hey, you God know. good. He put the hundred right under under the tie. God bless me. God bless. You me. know what I get when I ask God for money? What's that, bro? I want a dollar on a scratch off. I know that's right. I, I thought <laughs> and you, you still got to thank him. You. Got- <laughs> I thought you were gonna say five. You know. <laughs> And you still got to thank them, you know what I'm saying? Because how you going to be ungrateful for that dollar? A lot of people would get that dollar and then be like, man, go with this funky-ass dollar. You say, all right, I asked you for a million. God be like, I, I started with a dollar to see if you was going to be grateful. Look like you need some time, don't you? Right. <laughs> so so I hear you. Let's get into all this stuff then. I get in there with you. I love talking about it. We got to get some people, maybe people listening. They hit you up. And they, they got some ideas and they got some problems or something they want to talk about. Mm-hmm. They still hit you up and stuff and let's get them on here and stuff like that. Because I know people out there got problems. Mm-hmm. I know people out there need help. And then I know us people out there got the answers for them. And then this this could be a, a way for people to get on here and talk about it, you know, and uh, maybe we help through it. You know, maybe help somebody. Yep. You know, and that would be the perfect avenue or stuff like that. I mean, we don't have many avenues, but, but you know, stuff like this can, can open up doors for people. And then it's talking about serious issues. So, you know, let's roll. Let's see where it gets you. I'm ready. I'm ready. And on that note, you know what I'm saying? If it's anything, like Dad said, if it's anything that you want us to talk about, you know, particular people that you want to talk to, if you want to come on a podcast, you know what I'm saying? Let me know. Um, I'm on social media. I'm on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Comment. Make sure you like like the content. Share it with other people. Put other people on so we can definitely grow this and we can talk We can talk to more people, touch more people. You know what I'm saying? If you know people that got you know resources or like you know what i'm saying good information to share like i said i want to talk about entrepreneurship i want to talk about finance finance finances you know what i'm saying so if you know people that's in that lane send them my way we can get them on the podcast we can help people learn some things that they wouldn't have had access to and like i said you ain't got to pay for this we're going to bring it to you free every Friday. So, you know what I'm saying? If you can't afford a therapist, you can't afford a financial advisor, you can't afford, you know what I'm saying? All of these things, send them my way. We'll get to talking about them. Let us know what you want to hear, and we can get off into it. So if you're looking for me on social media, you can find Thinker versus Speaker at Thinker versus Speaker on Facebook and Instagram and Thinker versus Speaker Official on TikTok. And if you're looking for me personally, you can find me at MarissaY17 on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter when I feel like it, but I never feel like it. And uh, Marissa Yarbrough on Facebook. Um, Dad, do you want to let people know where to find you? 
Or you just no, want to stay incognito? I just want to stay where I'm at. <laughs> I want to appreciate you for having me on, having this opportunity to talk and stuff like that. And uh, look, I challenge anybody that's listening. Come on, let's get on here and talk about something. Let's, mm-hmm. let's raise them followers up. Let's get this thing going, man. Let's help somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it, you know, this is going to help somebody. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? That's our opportunity to do something good. You know, y'all have a nice day. Have a good one. Bye. All right. Later, y'all. We'll see y'all next week.